0: It's Lord's Day, we are confident. We're confident because our God holds the world. And He holds the story in His hand. And we trust Him. As the author of Hebrews writes, we are not those who shrink back and who are destroyed, but we are those who have faith and are saved. As John the Apostle writes, the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. And perfect love drives out fear. Our friend the Apostle Paul, he exclaims, we are are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Today, We're to turn for the confidence and for the strength and for the hope that's held out in the gospel of Jesus. And of course, these qualities of confidence and strength and and hope, these these qualities, they're found on every page of Scripture. But this morning, it just seemed, seemed appropriate to focus upon Two different passages. And so we're going to turn first to Philippians chapter 1. And then secondly and briefly we'll turn to Romans chapter 15. Philippians 1 and then later on Romans chapter 15. The book of Romans is written in the Apostle Paul's anticipation of going there. Paul writes Romans in anticipation of visiting the believers Now, his intention is that he's going to go there of his own accord. He'll eventually indeed be taken to Rome, but he'll be taken there as a prisoner of the gospel. And there, when he's in Rome, he'll write Philippians. And so Philippians 1 and then Romans 15. Philippians is a letter of joy. Every word of it. It's a letter of joy. Joy is not contingent upon situation. Joy is not contingent upon circumstance. Rather, joy, joy is found in the Lord and in relationship with Him. Philippians is a letter of joy. The letter of Philippians, it's also a letter of confidence. Confidence in God in the face of uncertainty. Paul is in prison for his faith in Rome. He's writing to a people who are seeking to faithfully follow Jesus, but who live in a time and who live in a place of uncertainty. Philippi was a Roman province. Philippi was a city that was populated primarily by Roman soldiers and officials who had retired. The idea for Rome at least was to establish these Roman outposts throughout the Mediterranean, throughout the Roman Empire. And there are a lot of uncertainties that the believers in Philippi face. Just like there are a lot of uncertainties that believers today that we face. But of all of the uncertainties of life, God is not one of them. In Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul, he'll write, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent, if anything is praiseworthy. Think about such things. Whatever you've learned, whatever you've received, whatever you've heard from me, whatever you've seen in me, put it into practice. And the peace, the peace of God will be with you. Of course, a few verses later, beyond verses 8 and 9, in verse 13, he'll write the familiar words, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. In chapter 3, the Apostle, he reminds in verse 20 that our citizenship is in heaven. This world is not our home. We're just a passing through. Our citizenship is in, is, is, is in heaven, in eternity, and verse 20, we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. In Philippians chapter 2, one of our go-to places, the Apostle, he writes, if you have any encouragement from being united in Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing of the Spirit, if any tenderness, if any compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in Spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, nothing out of vain conceit, but rather in humility, value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests but looking to the interest of others and then of course the beautiful christ hymn of philippians chapter 2 our lord who in humility became obedient to death even death on a cross but the letter begins with these words Philippians chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the elders and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Paul is writing to a, to a people that he knows very well, that he's invested life and energy and relationship into. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about you since I have you in my heart and whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel remember Paul is in prison when he writes this letter. Whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God, He can testify for how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And then verses 9, 10, and 11. This is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and and in depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Paul says, this is what I want for you, my friends, and God Through his servant Paul, he writes these words to us. This is my prayer, that that your love, and this is a a plural your, Y-O-U-R. Paul is from Texas. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight. Why? So that you may be able to discern what is best and what is pure. And blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruit of righteousness. Where does that righteousness come from? Righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. For what purpose? To the glory and praise of God. In a world filled with anxiety, stress and uncertainty in so many forms not just this one in a world that is filled with anxiety and stress and certainty Christians are to be a calming presence we talked last week about creation, Genesis 1, Genesis chapter 2, and as God speaks the world into existence, as God says, let there be light, and there's light, and as God speaks everything that is into existence. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, we, we, you read where as God speaks life into existence, He speaks order into and order out of chaos. Now, we know this is who God is. This is what God does at creation. He he creates order out of chaos. And as we focused upon last week, if we'll allow Him, He does the same thing for us in our lives. He speaks and He creates order out of chaos. And yet, building upon that truth from last week, I think it's important for us this week to recognize that. God creating order out of chaos he also intends to do through his people Christians are to be a calming presence in the world calm peace order out of chaos the letter of Philippians it begins as most all of Paul's letters do with this introduction of grace and peace grace and peace because we are a a people who have received grace and we're a people who are to offer grace and we're a people on whom the shalom of god the peace of god rests we're also to be a people who exude a people who radiate peace to others You see, this this one continuous story, it's not solely the the one continuous, seamless, perfect, God-designed, interwoven story of the Bible. It is, but it's not only that. It's our stories connecting to this one continuous story of God. How? By loving God and by loving others. And our question today is, how will our next chapter read? Are we a people of peace? And are we those who bring peace? Are we a a calming presence in a world that's filled with anxiety, in a world that's filled with uncertainty? Our Lord was, our Lord is, but are we? How will the next chapter read? And my hope for us is found in this prayer of Philippians chapter 1 that our love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight in order that we may be able to discern what is best in order that we may be pure and blameless For the day of Christ. That we would be filled. With the righteousness that comes only. Through Jesus Christ. For his glory. And for his praise. And that we that we would be a people. Who trust. Who trust. In the God. Of the story. That we are a part of. And that he continues to write in us. We trust in the God of the story. I heard recently of, of cyclist Christine Dierko. and last year she, uh, she, was, she won a race. It was a sprint, a cycling sprint uh, in Canada. It's called a tempo race, where the entire race the entire race is, is nine laps on a bicycle. and yet um, how they keep score and how they determine who wins the race of nine laps is whoever crosses the finish line each of the nine laps gets a point point. and so after the first lap she came in second but she also realized she recognized that she had held a little bit back that she wasn't all in that she was she was holding a little bit back and not all in with this race. And so she determined after she came in second, after lap one, just to give it all she had, leave it all on the track and just see what happened. She came in first the next five laps, unheard of. And so if you're keeping track, there's nine laps total. She came in first for five. She had won the race with three laps to go. Now, she still finished well, but I I, I want to remind you that that we're like her. We've still got a few laps to go, and, and we want to finish the race well. But what I want to remind us of this morning is that the race, the race has already been won by God, through Christ, through the gospel of Christ, through the hope that's held out in the gospel of Christ, in and through us. The race, the race has already been won. We just got to finish the race well. We've still got a few laps to go. We trust in the God of the story, the God of our story, the story He continues to write. And even though we've still got a few laps to go, we're going to finish strong. And we have confidence that the race has already been won. And so I said. Philippians 1 to Romans chapter 15. But just one verse from Romans 15. One verse. And that's verse 13. Romans 15 verse 13. This verse is what's called a a doxology. It's a word of glory. It is a statement giving glory to God. It is a, a passage, a text, a scripture that gives us courage, and that gives us boldness to go and to be the people of God today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you, y'all, Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This church is what it means to be the people of God.